Feeling better? Looking better. Making life better. It's Life Tips. Life Tips. We'll explore the latest innovations, introduce you to the latest products, and bring you the tips from experts and environmental pioneers to help you lead a better life. Life Tips. Life Tips. Life Tips. Making your life smarter, better, faster, wiser. Welcome your hosts, Byron White and Amanda Smith. Welcome everyone to the Life Tips show. I'm here with my fabulous co-host, Mandy. How are you? Great. That's it, as just great. As usual. <laughs> so, uh, what'd you do over Memorial Day weekend? Anything crazy and fun you'd like to tell your fans about? Yeah, we bought a grill. It was awesome. We went out and literally we walked into Home Depot and asked them for the biggest monstrosity they sold in terms of grills. And we managed to get it home and set it up in our backyard. And that was it. It was it, literally, it led to the best Memorial Day barbecue of all time. And I'm not even afraid to say that. I'll exaggerate. It was the best Memorial Day barbecue of all time. Ever. Ever. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, uh, now, did you buy it pre-assembled, in fairness we to the did. fine worker bees over at Home Depot? Or well, did you, you know, buy it I, disassembled my or partially always in the <laughs> My boyfriend's always in the nature of, of trying to cheap out on things. So he was like, oh, you know, why don't we buy it? We'll assemble it ourselves. We'll put it in the back of your car. I drive a Mustang. It wasn't going to fit. There was just no way. So we had to spring a whole $20 to rent a Home Depot truck to get it home, but it was money well spent to <laughs> not have to assemble it. Nice. We have a fabulous guest on the show today, Lisa Frank, who is the co-director of the 2008 Hershey Tour de Pink, which is very exciting. Uh, to chat about. I never thought I'd be interviewing anybody regarding the Hershey Tour to Pink on our show, <laughs> but leave it leave it to Mandy, fabulous guest you've lined up. Mm-hmm. Now, before we, we, we tackle the show, have you have you ever entered a bike race before or even a, a, a fundraising event yeah, uh, with regards to... Yeah. I've never entered a charity fundraising bike event, but I spoke to Lisa for a few minutes yesterday when I was setting up the interview, and she has ridden in so many charity bike events. I mean, she did one in Alaska. She did one in Maine. She's ridden literally hundreds and hundreds of miles for charity. I mean, she's really dedicated to what she does. It's very inspiring. It's something I feel like I should go buy a bike now instead of sitting on the stationary one at the gym, you know? What what events have you been gravitated for? I, I think it is it is a cult, you know. Uh, thankfully, uh, for all of the fabulous people that uh, that that end up participating and and and, and uh, donating time and energy and effort to to raising funds. But you know, wow, tour de pink. I mean, that's kind of an interesting cause. I'm looking forward to learning more about that. But what what, is, what have you gravitated for us with regards to you, the the charities that you've been interested in? Well, you know what? Now that we're heading into the nicer season, the great weather, I love There are tons of great charity uh, walk-run events where you can go out. You don't have to be the world's best runner. You don't have to be the fastest. It's not about your time. It's about going out with a bunch of friends. And, you know, maybe you walk a mile. Maybe you jog a mile. Maybe you feel like running the whole thing. But you know you're out there for a good cause. So I feel like, you know, a lot of these run-walk events are a great way for people of any exercise level to get out there and get involved in doing something for charity that that involves a little exercise, too. Well, as you might remember, the famous, as this famous story goes, years ago I lost a testicle to cancer, and I combined my passion to uh, raise uh, money for the Jimmy Fund with my passion for golf, 
and I started a golf tournament called the Lost Ball Golf Tournament. (laughs) (laughs) And despite starting several companies, uh, Life Tips included, um, uh, and Freelance Acts as a previous company I started years ago, I am more famous in the Boston area, I think, for the being the founder of the Lost Ball Golf Tournament and all the (laughs) smiles it brought on people's faces when they learned the history. But the best part of the tournament was um, at the time I had many friends that were graphic designers, of course, because I had started uh, a company called Freelance Access, which represented graphic designers and copywriters and multimedia artists. The best part of the tournament is a logo that uh, a famous uh, designer and design firm, Weymouth Design, here in the Boston area came up with. And it was basically a a golf ball on a tee with a shadow, and a tee next to it without a golf ball on it with a shadow as well. (laughs) So it was basically one ball, two tees, two shadows. (laughs) It was very cool. I'll have to dig out those invitations and give everybody in the office here a good chuckle, and maybe we'll post it on our blog so people can take a look at it. But in the meantime, it's all about the Hershey Tour de Pink, which is actively raising money. We, we had a 10-year run with the Lost Ball Tournament and raised over 100000 for the Jimmy Fund. But let's learn a little bit about the Hershey's. And I'm talking Hershey candy bar here in case people are interested. Right, Mandy? Mm-hmm. Yep, that's it. Um, we'll, we'll come back in just a minute, talk with Lisa Frank, the co-director of the 2008 Hershey's Tour de Pink. Back in a few minutes, everybody. Life Tips will be right back after this short break. Are your domains working hard enough for you? Now, park your portfolio at RevenueDirect.com to maximize your earnings on traffic. With RevenueDirect's proven domain monetization service, you'll experience better payouts, more options, and smart optimization. Sign up free now at RevenueDirect.com. It's that easy. RevenueDirect. Make more money. Period. Need help improving your PPC campaigns? Tired of spending all your time swamped with spreadsheets and manual updates? Turn to Adapt SEM software to optimize your campaigns and to reach your goals. Adapt SEM is one of the most affordable and reliable tools on the market for improving PPC campaigns. Adapt SEM not only optimizes your bids, but also gives you keyword suggestions, competitive research, and helps to test ads, all in one place at flat rate pricing and no long-term commitments. Learn how Adapt SEM can help manage your PPC campaigns better. Check out our free webinar at adapt.com slash webmaster radio. Sign up now for a free personal tour. Adapt.com slash webmaster radio. Dude, fishing in Costa Rica is going to be awesome. Amen, bro. Now that Value Click Media had netted Fast Click, we've got one of the largest online advertising networks fishing us for big bucks. You know, while we're out catching snapper. Hey, Steve, you're coming too, right? No, I'm still using BenAsRUs.com. I can't afford to be away. You've got to work with Value Click Media. I've got this great account manager who's easy to work with, and they have access to the best advertisers and earn me high rates. Don't worry. We'll bring back pictures. Yeah, terrific. Visit Value Click Media now and click on Solutions for Publishers for more details value click media cover story the silver anvils for the public relations society of america fosters wine estates of america worked with ruder finn to create a campaign which aligned them with the u.s open lisa novak led the campaign connecting wine and tennis wasn't necessarily the easiest job having the platform of tennis was very helpful but it really required some research on the back end to find some stuff that actually drew a straight line between one and the other cover story we're reserving a headline for you. Live broadcast Wednesdays at 2 p.m. 
Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific, or on demand anytime inside the public relations section only on webmasterradio.fm. Watch out for the vampires. Enter the communications coven that is webmasterradio.fm. Now on Facebook, MySpace, and Twitter. Visit the webmasterradio.fm homepage for all the details. And now back to Life Tips. Making your life smarter, better, faster, and wiser. Here are your hosts. We're back, everyone. Thanks for joining us. We're here with Lisa Frank. Lisa, welcome. Thank you. It's great to be here. Tour de Pink. (laughs) Yes. Tell us about the name for starters. Well, as I'm sure you can imagine, being cyclists, uh, we were, you know, always watching the Tour de France, and we said, hmm, breast cancer, pink, Tour de Pink. So uh, we thought it was catchy, and that people would gravitate towards it, and then we got really lucky uh, two years after we started the ride and get to put the Hershey's name before it because of their wonderful support of the organization. Wow. So here we have the Hershey's Tour de Pink. Really, really interesting. Now... Uh, tell us about the pink candy bars. That's That's got to be a smash hit. <laughs> well, uh, just to step back for two seconds, when my the original co-chair of the ride and myself, Matt and myself, first started the ride, and then Hershey's came along, and they said, we'd like to sponsor Young Survival Coalition and this ride. And the first product was York Peppermint Patties, and they were pink inside. And mm-hmm. I can't tell you, this was, like, more exciting than, you know, my new bike. I was like, wow, chocolate, fundraising, everything together. So they've gone from that to expanding it. We've got Hershey's Kisses, which are wrapped in pink, Hershey's Nuggets wrapped in pink, Hershey's Syrup with a pink top, pink inside York Peppermint Patties, and Reese's Peanut Butter Cup Minis that are pink wrapped. Wow. And it's really great because you can bike ride and eat all the chocolate you want. Now, Tell us a little bit about the history. First of all, how many riders are there on it? Where exactly is the ride, if people are interested in Absolutely. Well, this year we are going to have about 150 fundraising riders. And I say fundraising riders because those are the folks that register from all over the country and say, I want to ride and I want to raise money for Young Survival Coalition. On top of that, we have um, some guests who we bring along, some women from the Giant for Women Ride Society, and um, as well as a couple of professional riders who have been riding with us, some new this year, some who have been with us in the past. So we're probably about 160 to 165 riders on the road. We go from uh, Chocolate World in Hershey, Pennsylvania, and we end in New York City. It's a four-day ride, 220 miles. Hmm. Now, wow. Now, do you have any tips or advice on starting such uh, an organization, uh, organizational effort? I mean, you sort of use the the founding members. You're, you're one of 13 founding members from Young Survival Coalition. Yeah. Tell us a little bit about Young Survival Co- Coalition so we can sort of sure. understand how, the, how this all came together. Absolutely. Well, first, anybody who's interested in learning more about the organization can go to our website, which is www.youngsurvival.org. And the way we started is our three co-founders were three young women diagnosed with breast cancer all in their um, 20s and 30s. And on November 1st, 1998, through various people talking to each other, the word got out that there was this meeting, 
And if you wanted to show up and you were a young woman with breast cancer or somebody who was just interested, meet at this apartment building. We were going to sit down and figure out why so many of us were in the position we were in and we didn't know about each other and we didn't know about any resources. So 13 of us sat in a room and we tried to figure out what we wanted to be, what our goals were as an organization, what our mission statement should be, and what we wanted to do next. Did we want to have meetings? Did we want to have support groups? Did we want to have fundraising events? And where were we trying to make the most impact? Did we want to reach out to the medical community? Do we want to make sure that women knew that young women get breast cancer? So, you know, you had so many different women in the room at various stages of diagnosis, treatment, and post-treatment, so everybody had really amazing ideas. And including figuring out what we were going to call ourselves, sitting around throwing around names and coming to agreement on a name. Mm-hmm. And that's how we started, and we're celebrating our 10-year anniversary, November 1st. Wow. Now, the Hershey Company has been a, a sponsor for the four years now. Is that right? They have been a sponsor since 2006. So it's, this will be okay. the uh, third year. Gotcha. I believe 2006, okay. 2007, 2008. That's mm-hmm. correct. So we started in okay. 2004. Now, did they ch- ask you to change where the race is raced from? I noticed you're starting at their facility in Pennsylvania. Um, well, was that actually, part of the deal with them? or? Well, what? actually what happened was the first time we went from New York to Hershey. You did? So we just went in the other direction. And then we went from Hershey to New York because, quite honestly, we get a really good response ending in New York City. While it was wonderful to end in Hershey, you know, when you think about what we're trying to achieve, which is we want as many as people, as many people as possible to see us. Because if they see us and we can reach one woman out there who is in a young woman who was diagnosed with breast cancer that never before knew that this organization existed, if we can reach that one woman and she then finds out that she has other women to talk to, a website to go to, all those things, we've achieved a lot. So by ending in New York City, we increase our exposure. Mm -hmm. Um, And we like to vary the route as well. So we went one way, we went the other way, and each year we do a different route while we'll still go from, you know, Pennsylvania to New York, we try and vary it so the riders don't get bored for the returning riders, and we constantly improve the route. Now, the, this will be my final question. I'm the guy that asks all the hard questions here um, <laughs> as part of our, our role, role with know. one another, and Mandy's going to come mm-hmm. in and soften the blows a little bit. But the, um, Now, the Hershey Company has been involved, I guess, in contributing over $1 million. Is that right? And that, that's being contributed to the Young Survival Coalition. Is that correct? That is correct, and I apologize and what for actually that money? at my website and going back yeah, to what the fourth year that they're involved. So go ahead. I'm and, sorry. And what I... happens with that money, Lisa? What? What? That's a million dollars. I mean, how big is the Young Survival Coalition, and what happens to that money? That that's a remarkable amount of dollars. Wow. That money goes to support our programs. Okay. And what happens is, you know, we have. I'll give you an example of some of our programs. We have a point of contact program. That means is you can email, you can call, you're a young woman who's been diagnosed, you're a caregiver, you're somebody involved with somebody who has breast cancer. You call up and you say, hey, I'm 26, I'm married, I have two children, I live in a rural area, and I don't know anybody else like me. Help me, I want to talk to somebody, I want resources. 
Well, point of contact, we say, okay, here's our group of point of contact volunteers. Now we introduce you to somebody who is hopefully similar to you in your demographic. They're married, they have children, so they have similar issues they've dealt with through their breast cancer. And, you know, whether you're stage one, stage two, you're metastatic, you know, somebody who fits that similar profile. The point of contact lets the woman talk to somebody else however long they want, however much time they need with that person. Um, and also gives you resources. Here's some local hospitals. Here's some local support groups. So that, in order to run that program, while we run it through volunteers, we also have staff members. We have conference calls. We have training sessions. All of that needs money. So this money goes towards programs like that. Um, we have an annual conference for young women, and we, do, we provide scholarships to young women who cannot afford to come to the conference. We provide them with scholarships. The money goes towards that. It goes to keeping our website current with our community boards on our website, which women have told us is their life link to other women with breast cancer. If you go to youngsurvival.org and you go to our community boards, you will be just astounded by what you read there and the community that women have created there. And the website doesn't exist you know, out of the goodness of people's hearts, it exists out of wonderful companies like Hershey donating all this money so we can say, okay, we can provide this resource to women. So there's a ton of other programs I can tell you about as well. Well, Lisa, how big is the YSC community? How many members do you have? Uh, we have about 23,000 in our constituency, but our constituency is made up of breast cancer survivors, caregivers, medical community, so it's made up of everybody who comes and registers to our website and or donates to the organization. Mm -hmm. Now, let's say I don't own a bike or, you know, I can't get out to Hershey. Is there another way other than sending a check that I can get involved? Absolutely. Well, sending a check is always good, too, Amanda. Um, <laughs> absolutely. We, we've done some interesting things this year. So in, what we've done in the prior years is we've had a four-day ride. 220 miles, you're on your bike, you fundraise, you ride. And to expand it so that more people can get involved, we've created something called a virtual ride. And the virtual ride is, Amanda, you can go to your gym and attend your spin class and ride 220 miles however you want in spin class, uh, you know, at home on a wind train or whatever you want to do, you can do that 220 miles individually and raise money for the Young Survival Coalition by doing your own virtual ride. So that way, even it doesn't matter where you are. You can be anywhere in the United States. You can be anywhere in the country. You can do that. You can set up a team. We have um, folks who want to set up their own teams, and they're going to be, let's say there's five women together, and they will each ride um, out in the road on their own or they'll go and take a spin class together, or they'll do some type of virtual event together to raise money and achieve those 220 miles. And like with the regular ride, if you go to youngsurvival.org, um, on the home page there's something that says registration is open for the 2008 Hershey's Tour de Pink. If you click on that, it leads you to the site that gives you registration for the full ride, which there's five spots left, and the virtual ride, which there's unlimited spots for. Do you, do you allow tandem riders? I'm sorry? Do you allow tandem riders? Um, interesting. You should ask that today. And honestly, <laughs> somebody just asked me that today, and I'll tell you why. Um, we haven't had tandem riders in the past, but there's no reason that we can't have tandem riders. And a young woman who is signed up to ride, and she's a breast cancer survivor, and unfortunately her cancer came back and she has metastases to the brain. 
and she wrote to us today and said, look, you know, I'm struggling with my training a little bit right now because I'm going through radiation, and then I'm going to go back onto chemo. And she said, hey, if I don't feel strong enough on my own, can I ride a tandem with a friend? And we're like, absolutely. You know, if that's the way that we can get a young woman who we're trying to help, I mean, she's the person that, you know, this organization exists for. And if she wants to bring her tandem bike and ride with a friend of hers and she can do it, great. And anybody else as well, because the more the merrier. That's great. Now, if, um, if riders can't commit to a full three days at a time, do you offer one-day rides? We actually will be opening up one-day rides. Um, the registration for that is not open yet. Um, we're actually just waiting till our full-day ride fills up. Um, and then we are going to have one-day rides where you can ride. Our route starts in Hershey and goes to King of Prussia, Pennsylvania the first day. And that's about 85 miles. And then the second day is King of Prussia to Trenton, Trent 80 miles. And the third day is um, from Trenton to Clinton, New Jersey. So if you wanted to ride just one of those days, you show up at the start and you ride the full day with everybody else. And we will have that open soon. Same thing if you go to the youngsurvival.org or if you go to actually um, Hershey'sPledge.com as well where you can donate. You can also link to registration there. So people who are interested can get to registration for the event from either website. Great. Now, you have more of a personal investment in this. Can you tell us a little bit more about that? Sure. Um, Well... You know, as um, you all were saying before I came on, um, I've done a lot of charity fundraising rides um, in the past and recreational cyclist, and I just enjoy that's the way I like to raise money. Um, and then I was di- diagnosed with breast cancer in 1998, and I was diagnosed with stage 1 breast cancer and had a lumpectomy and had my chemo and moved on with my life. Mm-hmm. And always involved with YSC in some capacity. And then I was diagnosed with my recurrence in August of 2004. And prior to being re-diagnosed, I had started chatting with this gentleman, Matt, who is the husband of one of our former presidents of YSC, and he's an elite racer. And he said, hey, let's do a bike ride. And we'd always talked about this. And, you know, we just never had two people who came together at the right time and said, let's start this. So I was like, well, I've always been out there doing charity bike rides to raise money for other causes, and YSC is near and dear to me. Why not, you know, create this event so we can raise money for YSC? And so um, the year before, we started planning it um, for October of 2004, and then I was diagnosed with my recurrence in August of 2004. So unfortunately, I wasn't able to ride, but we had six of us, you know, six riders, going from Boston to New York, staying in people's houses and relying on the kindness of people to feed us and house us. <laughs> and the next year, I think we had seven riders. And then, you know, from there on, um, with Hershey involved, we just grew to our 150 riders now. And it's still very personal. I mean, I just had my last surgery in three and a half years of surgery. I just had my last surgery in January. So I'm training and I'm getting ready for October. And it's just, it's very personal. Right, right. It's understandable. Um, now, clearly Lance Armstrong got some of this movement going, you know, a couple yes. of years ago with the Livestrong Foundation. Yes. Have you done any work with them? Well, actually, YSC, Lance Armstrong Foundation has a youth alliance um, portion of the organization, and on their uh, board for the youth alliance, actually, YSC has a seat there. So we are represented through um, the youth alliance organization for the Lance Armstrong 
strong foundation. So we work together in that way. You know, they, when um, LAF has started looking at, you know, the whole issue of youth cancer and young adult cancer, you know, we definitely wanted a seat at that table. And so it's really nice to have collaboration between organizations. You know, as much as, you know, we're all vying for the same dollars at times, we're also all working together because, you know, whoever gets the money, it's all towards the same cause, which is ultimately finding a cure for cancer. Right, right. Now, have you ever gotten to meet him, to talk with him? Yes. <laughs> I, I actually, you know, he had started the Tour of Hope with Bristol-Myers Squibb. And I guess I'm trying to remember what year it was. It's going to be like four years ago. I did the Tour of Hope, the final ride for the Tour of Hope in D.C. They started in California and ended in D.C. And the top ten fundraisers got to meet um, Lance Armstrong. And so it was really cool. The the top ten fundraisers, we sat in the front row. And when they did the whole closing ceremony, they announced us. We got to go up there. I actually got to hug him. And it was great because I actually didn't fall down and st- on the stage in front of you know, like hundreds of thousands of people because I was hugging him. And then afterwards, we all had our picture taken together. And I actually have a couple of great pictures because we're all kind of like crouching down, the short people in front and then the tall people in back. And Lance Armstrong is actually crouching down. It's me, um, somebody who's smaller than me, and then him. So I was able to blo- block that person out of the picture. And the angle of the picture, it looks like I'm sitting next to him. So I have my own Lance Armstrong picture. That's very cool. That's great. Um, now, you know, I hate to keep switching gears back and forth with you, but Please. just one last question about some of the treatment that you went through. And a lot of this is, is new. You know, it's, it's some of the new news that's coming out these days mm-hmm. in the medical community regarding genetic testing and, right. you know, finding genes that cause breast cancer. Did you have any of that genetic testing? I did. Um, I actually, when I had my recurrence, um, I went for the genetic testing because I had had a lumpectomy, chemo, radiation. It wasn't supposed to come back. So when it did come back, um, you know, we all kind of sat around and said, hmm, what's going on here? This wasn't supposed to happen. So I had the genetic testing because that would have, um, one of the reasons to have the genetic testing is to figure out what you want to do in terms of treatment or surgery, things like that. And I had already made my decision to have a double mastectomy, um, but I had the genetic testing as well because that would tell me if I was at higher risk for ovarian cancer um, as well as a recurrence of breast cancer. I actually tested negative, but I made the personal decision, excuse me, to have the double mastectomy, and then I actually went and had, I had a full hysterectomy as well um, mm-hmm. because one way or another they had to shut down my ovaries. So I said, take them take everything. If it can get cancer and I don't need it to live, take it. Mm-hmm. So I did that. But one of the interesting things, just following up on the um, whole genetic testing and the new therapies is, um, well, I was going through chemo. I was given the traditional regimen, what they thought was best for me. And there was a drug out there called Herceptin, which was only approved for um, late stage breast cancer. And women who were HER2 new positive, which that means you overexpress a certain type of um, gene. And uh, I am HER2 new positive, and 25% of all women diagnosed with breast cancer are. And six months after I finished my chemo, they approved that drug for early-stage cancer, breast cancer. Mm-hmm. So six months mm-hmm. later, I was able to go back and get something else that was going to help me even more. Well, yeah, on a, on a, I really have enjoyed listening to, to the whole story here. I've, I've, uh, and, and your personal story as well as the whole success story of the Tour de Pink, um, and as I was sitting here listening, I have come up. Um, I've come up with a few ideas for your for your tour to pink <laughs> fundraiser, Excellent. which if nothing if nothing else, we'll all laugh about. Okay. Because uh, I, I just love ideas and, and love love causes like this, and, and maybe maybe there's a nugget here. Who knows? So you're ready? 
A Hershey's nugget? <clears throat> All right. So <laughs> basically, between now and, and, and the tournament, um, everywhere I look, or, you know, just forever, anytime I see something pink, I'm going to say to myself, well, okay, we should, we should go to the, to the fine organization here, YSC, and see if we can uh, get that person to donate something to the cause, right? So a natural's pink water bottles, right? Um, mm-hmm. And, and uh, you know, that, that just anything pink, which could tie in with the tournament, I think would be a lot of fun. And Absolutely. you could probably get some companies to, to donate. I think it would be a wonderful opportunity. It looks like in looking at some of your, your pictures that you were maybe finishing near Times Square or certainly some popular area. Mm-hmm. How fun would it be to get a, an official hotel sponsor, mm-hmm. which could not only offer discounts for people and maybe help take care of bike-related issues, but also put a big yellow ribbon around the hotel or something um, mm-hmm. You know, the, the day of the finale, that would be a really fun promotion and one that would be quite memorable. Um, be it would be nat- natural to get a company like Trek or somebody to make an actual official pink bike. They, well, they, we you, actually, yeah. I, I will just interrupt because Giant for Women is one of our sponsors, and mm-hmm. they are coming out with a pink bike. Awesome. Oh, that's cool. Yep. And if the proceeds of the sale of that bike obviously mm-hmm. could go to YSC, that would be way cool. Um, mm-hmm. Likewise, you know, if you could get to people um, that are high up in, in the fabulous, you know, Louis Vuitton, Prada, Fendi, you know, all the high-end mm-hmm. stores in New York and get some actual pink coupons that were handed out to all the contestants minimally that, that finished the race as, as mm-hmm. a reward for their effort. I know that would give some incentive for my wife to potentially participate <laughs> in such an event, especially if you can get 20% Hello. off the latest Fendi handbag, right? Um, and um, uh, another, I guess the the final might be, how fun would it be if Hershey could make some little pink chocolate Hello? trophies for all the winners? How fun wow. would that be? That would be you amazing. Know, it would. Wouldn't that be fun? I mean, even if... I bet they could make a mold. It's worth talking with them about it, mm-hmm. but that would be such a wonderful, uh, you know, goal. And maybe you would have to donate so much money, or et cetera. The final idea would be: it's such a great brand mark. It would seem to me that you could look for many other cities, you know, to run the tour, to mm-hmm. take, and maybe mm-hmm. maybe all on the same weekend, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, it looked to me like you ran a race in Maine once, and uh, you know, there's just so many people with 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 a, with a national data, you know, with with 25,000 people, you know, you should have a national holiday for the Tour de Pink Day, you know, with <laughs> with bike races going on all over the country, um, and and one of the reasons I was asking you so much about, you know. Uh, starting an organization like this when sure. I started the Lost Ball Golf Tournament. I mean, there were mm-hmm. 16 friends of mine that played golf the first year, you know, mm-hmm. and we, we, we probably only raised a couple hundred dollars, and, but it was, it, was, it was worth the effort, and we felt good about it, and, and it, we ended up raising $100,000 eventually. But, so anyway, there's a few, a few nuggets for you. No, I think that's great. Thank you. I appreciate that. Sure. Um, it's harder to execute. It's easier to come up with ideas and harder to execute, so I appreciate that, Lisa. But I know that, that Mandy had some, asked you to put together some tips, and, and I know that the fans of the show would love to hear your tips on, on fundraising and or breast cancer or anything you have, so go right ahead. Absolutely. Well, we came up with five. 
suggested tips. And I think the first one is no one should let a doctor tell them that they're too young to have breast cancer. Don't take no for an answer. So many women are confronted with um, doctors who think it's still an older woman's disease. So don't take no for an answer and don't let them tell you you're too young. The second tip would be participate in this year's Hershey Torty Pink bike ride or the virtual <laughs> bike ride because um, that's a great tip because you can participate, you can fundraise, and it's a really healthy exercise, and we know that exercise is a great way to stay healthy and hopefully avoid getting cancer down the road. So you can participate by going to um, Hersheyspledge.com or YoungSurvival.org and signing up. And you can go out and support the ride another way and support Young Survival Coalition and Breast Cancer Awareness by buying Hershey's Pink products. Uh, don't forget your Hershey's Kisses, Hershey's Nuggets, Hershey's Syrup, York Peppermint Patties, and Reese's Peanut Butter Cup Miniatures. And if you want to go to YoungSurvival.org and go to the website, there is a list of riders in there. If you like somebody's name, read their story and sponsor them. There's amazing stories about why people are being are riding. And the final tip is just be aware of your own health. Know your body. Know what's changing. Know what's different. And don't be afraid to ask your doctor's questions. Wow. Fabulous tips that are really making our life better. We really appreciate that. And thank you, Lisa, for being on the show today. Yeah, thank, thank you Lisa. so much for having me. This has been great. Thanks, everyone, for tuning in. Until next week, we hope your life's a little bit smarter. Better. Faster. (laughs) Wiser. (laughs) Right on, everyone. We'll see you next week. Thanks, everyone, for listening in.